Hey guys. Hello, my friend, Random Maniacs. Welcome to another episode of yep. Clearly Random. The best episode. The best one. I'm not sure it's going to be the best. It will be. It's every every one we get progressively better than the last one. Well, that we last did. time I had a blast with Matt and Janelle. That was God, the that was the experience. Funnest. I um not that we didn't have fun with the other people that were guests, but um, no, our other guests were trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we I don't have, know. we laid back. we are I guess. really blessed because we have the best guest. Yeah, I mean. Every guest we've had so far has just knocked it out of the park, and we we had a really really great time with Matt and Janelle. Yeah, that, they were and fun. Also, I think maybe because it was like two two people, and they happen to be married to each other. Well, we've done couples. Oh before. yeah, Kevin and Stephanie. We yeah. we did yeah. So, but I mean, it was just super fun. I I had a I had a great time. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I think it was the atmosphere of it too that it was at nighttime. It was chill. It was after you know everybody was at work and it was yep. the end of the week and we were drinking. Me and you were <laughs> drinking. Yeah. Well, I drank it everywhere. So. Janelle did good too. Uh, Matt was gonna try and go to a movie. You'll if you listen to the podcast, yeah. you'll find out he was gonna try and go to a movie, but he missed it by an hour because his he. Thought it was at ten forty five, but it was really nine forty five. Yeah. Although I will say the dedication to go to a movie at ten forty five is amazing. Yeah, there's no way. No, I got I I'm getting tired saying that. I, if I'm not out of the house <laughs> by at least eight, you ain't yeah. going nowhere. Right, I'm not going anywhere. That's why whenever I was um with my, our friend Joe, it's like if you don't call me by seven, right, and my bra's off, ain't going nowhere. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I mean, there's literally yep. nothing else to talk about. That's it. That's it. I'm not doing anything else. Anyway, how's your stress this week? Uh, I didn't have very much. I um, now like from the last podcast, there was a lot, but this week not very much. Yeah. But we had Easter at yeah. uh, at church, and so there was a lot of stuff going on in between. Yeah. The last podcast that we did. Mm-hmm. In fact, we missed Easter last weekend. Week. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we had one, two, three, four, four consecutive days of just doing Non-stop. a lot of Not things. Not we, you, you were doing things. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, you had to make the sacrifice of me not being here though. Yeah. So, but yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. I, we did, uh, a Monday, Thursday service, which is it, like the last supper thing. We did a good Friday and then Saturday yeah. we had a prep for sunrise service, sunrise service. There was all kinds of, and you spoke yeah. at sunrise service. Look at you getting up in front of 400 people and saying things. I did not look at anybody. <laughs> not a single person. You did really well. If anybody were, if, <laughs> if anybody knows me, I think right. people think that I'm more outgoing than I am. Yeah. And I'm not. Well, one on one you're outgoing, yes. but and, and it's not necessarily like speaking in front of a crowd. It's reading in front of a crowd hmm, because interesting. I don't think I'm a very strong reader. I don't know why I've always thought you this. read way better than I did. I messed up like six times. I don't know why I always thought that, but um, I just never. Um, I don't like reading out loud. Mm. And, um, and then so, Cole got up there and knocked it out. It was a problem for him. Yeah. So oh, it was. It was. It was fun. I just took a deep breath and was like, "It's not about you." So yeah. Deal with it. But you did good. Yeah. Well. So, anyway. Yeah, I didn't look at anybody. Except for Robbie at the end. And she was like, <laughs> clapping <laughs> and so smiling. Sweet. So She wasn't at the last staff meeting. And I didn't tell you this. But uh-uh. She wasn't at the last staff meeting. I was like, we can't 
We can't have a staff meeting with it. Who's gonna Who's gonna control the show without Robbie here? <laughs> it's gonna go all willy nilly. Well, it's not like y'all are super organized. With her, I know. But here's the thing: we're basically a train wreck, and she's just like <laughs> moving the rails around where we stay on track. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, we didn't. We ended up getting a lot accomplished, but it was by pure chance. Yeah, just anyway. by circumstance. Yeah. It was God willed it because uh-huh. he needed he needed things to go well. So yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah. Oh, cool. No, I had fun, and a lot of people came up to me and said, "You know, you did awesome." I was like, "Yeah, you did." I don't even remember being up there. That's amazing. Like I know I did it. Yeah. But it's just like, I just wanted it over so fast. Yeah. It got it just got out of my head. So. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I had no issue with it. I I messed up a bunch. I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, I, I didn't want to mess up. And like I said, before I got up there, I was like... Nobody cares if you mess it's up. It's not That's just that. Um, like, people literally don't care. I know, but look, again, Yeah. I just took a deep, took a deep breath and like was like, it's not about Like, the speakers went out and everybody's yeah. like, oh, it's no big deal. Yeah. Except for that one guy that was kind of a jerk. It's like, hey, guys, move out of the way. Y'all didn't take it that way, <laughs> but I did. Really? Yeah, it's like I always tell you, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Huh. And, um, I had no issue with that whatsoever. I know you guys wouldn't, but I looked at him, I was like, and he was like, <laughs> he was being a butt. And I By was the like, way, internet people, Gwen's making faces yeah. and hand gestures that you guys have, just have to mentally figure out what she's doing. Like, he rolled his eyes, and, you know, I guess he's a better Christian than we were, so. Yeah, that's actually probably true. I don't even think anybody was singing at the point. Nah, I don't think so. I think Rob might have been talking. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, that was that was really stressful for me. Although the the staff we work with is amazing, and I don't like so my personality, the, the way my mind set up is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of Kevin Hart, the way my bank account yeah. is. Uh, I don't like um, coming up with ideas and and doing them. I like for people to tell me what the idea is, and then I create that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, even with your shop that you're doing, I don't want you to be like, oh, I want you to build a thing for me. I want you to say, I want this thing built in this way, and then I can create something beautiful from that. But I don't, I can't, I can't create. You do not do that, actually. You're like, well, you got to help me. You get very upset when I tell you that. Yeah, I do. I do. And I think the issue, like, we're coming up on 15 years in August, and I just kind of have this... Um, expectation by now. And I shouldn't. It's my own. It's my own perceived thing. I just have this expectation that you know that I'm dumb, <laughs> and so you should be able to be like. No, I do. I, I realize this. Then why don't you compensate for it a little bit? I do a lot. A lot of the times I do, and that's why I have to. I over-explain things a lot now. Yeah. Than I used to because you sit there and look at me like, well, she's talking, but like. Is it Greek or is it? Well, technically, it kind of is because you're like, I want the thingamabobber to go no, on when the I'm what explaining you call it. it. I, I make sure now that because you always like, what? it doesn't make sense to me. And so, then Christian gets it. Yeah. You're like, hey, go put the thing on the thing over there, and he's like, okay. <laughs> it's our language, man. <laughs> That's not language. <laughs> it's our thing. <laughs> me and Christian got this. He's like, yeah, mom. So, um, you want it over on the thing? Yeah. Yeah, go do that. He knows what I'm talking well, about. I'm not psychic, so <laughs> screw all y'all. 
<laughs> yeah. I transferred him. They yeah, transferred that to him. But anyway, I don't know. Um, but once you get the idea in my head, I really do create beautiful things. It's yeah. just you have to get the idea in my head. So Was that it about that whole thing? Yeah. Well, I'm stressed out as fuck. I know you are. And I've been trying to be very, very nice to you, you about it. You've been doing amazing this time. So, um, especially considering this is the biggest one that you've yeah. ever done. Because we've done smaller ones where you were really mean to me. But you've handled this amazing. And I made sure a little while ago, I was like, I'm sorry if I'm mean to you. Yeah. Because yeah. I know you know they're going to be stressed out. And I don't want you to take it wrong. It's not that I'm getting mad at you. But right. it's just like I'm just trying to get everything in place. And I think it's more of the, the fact that I have a concept in my head of how I want it to be and how I want it to look. Yeah. So that is how I'm trying to, You'll to do it. You'll probably feel better tomorrow after I get some of the displays made, and too. And it it's not even about that. It's about that um, I know... You haven't seen the space either. At all. And, and they so, won't let you. Until the day right. that's set up. And so I have this concept in my head, and I'm just like, I hope it translates how I want it to. Yeah. The way I want it to, because I don't want, um, you know, um, it to look janky and look like, oh, what was she trying to do? I know it's going to look great. If y'all, if your two-day stuff looks as amazing as it does. And see, that's the thing. And your displays are always way better than anybody else's I've seen. Like, whenever we go and do, um, like, the Captain Anderson's Farmer's Market and all that other stuff, I mean, you're, like, miles ahead of everybody else. Yeah. So I hope hopefully this one will be my best one because I have this concept in my head of how I want it to look. Right. And I want it to look very dope. So hopefully it'll translate out of my brain the way I want it to. Yeah. So um that's the only thing I'm stressing about actually, is the, the design of it. You have the products and everything that you're looking to get for the most it part. It is what it is. Yeah. For the um I'm happy about the jewelry I got. I got a little bit more today. Just this, like two pair earrings. But seriously, like, would ten thousand dollars have been enough for you? I mean, I don't. It I don't will know. never be yeah, enough. Yeah, I didn't. Think so, so I so. mean, if I had in an endless budget, I'm like, well, I just, I feel like I need to get a little yeah. bit more. If only this. I had more vendors. There's exactly. Just, there's just not enough people making stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Where are all the clothes at? So yeah, it doesn't matter. It, it it'll always be like you know something. But I'm happy for the most part. I don't I don't feel like I ordered a lot of new stuff. Yeah. Because I just did one in December, mm-hmm. and I ordered a lot of things in December. We ordered a lot of stuff in Atlanta whenever we went up there. And a lot we of it was really back ordered, well. though. A lot of it was back ordered when we went to it Atlanta. It was, but we still got so it. And I picked out a lot of stuff, too. I'm doing better. Yeah. I can, I can learn. But, like, I don't even remember. I didn't get half the orders I got in Atlanta. Just because there were small orders, and they don't follow yeah. up with small orders. Yeah. They want the five hundred, right, right, five thousand dollar orders. They don't want anything. They don't want you know two hundred, three hundred dollar orders. Yeah. And so, and that is a problem well, for me. They'll be seeing your name all over the place later on. They'll be begging you for to come over and work for them. So. Well, I like the new. I like a lot of the new brands that we picked up, and like I said, hopefully it translates well. Um. When I do have a concept in my head, it 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 does translate. It's just um, getting it out, and I think I have all the things I need, especially because I always watch Hobby Lobby when stuff goes on sale. So mm-hmm. I got all the like props and stuff I needed, 
from even Michaels. I got their stuff when they were on sale. So it's just like following stuff. And I think I did very good planning planning more this yep, time. You did. So um, very proactive. Yeah. And got stuff, you know, like I got to get this hey, early. Leave and some surprises for the people whenever well, they, they go and see anything. it. They don't have anything. They don't know what I'm talking about. All right. But anyway, so, um, but yeah, so that's why I'm stressed. So that's coming up. But next. you're handling it really well. Well, I'm trying. I'm really trying. You're doing good. Because it's been very hard for me. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, that was my locals only is the Market Fest because there's nothing else going on except for the Bay County Living Fair. Yeah, that's going to be on the same day. We shouldn't. Well, have, you shouldn't have told nobody. Now they're going to go to that instead. No, that's only on Saturday. I know. I'm just playing. The preview show for Market Fest is um, Thursday mm-hmm. on the 12th from 4 to 8. Right. That's the preview day. That's $20 to get in. Can you buy, buy stuff that day? Yeah. It's a preview day. Cool. And then I am having um, gift grab bags for the first um, eight people that comes and purchases stuff. Purchases over fifty dollars worth of mm. um, merchandise, they'll get a grab bag. Yeah, it's got a Mercedes in it. That'll be awesome. It's got <laughs> it'll have all my favorite things in it. What alcohol and uh-huh. <laughs> alcohol, sugar, <laughs> avocados. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I do need to put some avocados in there. I love avocados. Yeah. It's a good fat. Anyway, so that's that. And then um, on Thursday and Friday, and I mean, Friday and Saturday, it's from 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, it's from 9 to 4. Okay. And so um, it's all weekend. A lot of vendors going to be there. Food trucks is going to be there. The most important thing will be there. Sore. Bar. There will be a bar there oh, you can buy alcohol at. I thought smell of a rose was the most important thing. Well, I have mimosas in my booth. I always have right. mimosas in my booth. And your bar is free. Exactly. So, I always have mimosas in my booth. So, I might mix it up and make some bellinis this time. I don't know what that is. It's vodka, pineapple juice, and champagne. For breakfast? No. In general. Oh, Okay. So. But if people want it at 10 a.m., that's okay. Too. That's fine. <laughs> Mimosas in the morning, Bellinis in the afternoon, 12 o'clock-ish. Right. But anyway, um, what's your positive vibe? My positive vibe is you want me, me go first? getting my phone here. Yeah. Okay, my positive vibe is um, there's a vendor, a free vending machine that offers food and supplies to the homeless. Let me explain. It's called Action. Um, I mean, Action Hunger is doing this um, with a lot of the food in the vendors. They have leftovers from um, grocery stores. Mm. They have sandwiches, water, fruit, and energy bars, as well as clothes and um, toiletries in there, in their um, vending machines. Nice. And how it works is um, people get to use a special key, and it's a, on a. You know, just a card, a card, mm-hmm. written card, and it's you go and then you receive a, a key card, and you can get um, all, anything you need up to three times a day. That three is times a day, awesome. and people can um, people with a key can go um, and do that, but they have to check in every week in order to keep using it, so well, that um, so that they can get the, the support that they need, and so they can get back on their feet. And um, they wanted to address homelessness. Yeah. Homelessness. Yes. As well as food waste. Okay. 
so um brilliant. at the same time because you know a lot I of things it. get thrown away at food you know, you know brews we throw away ridiculous yeah. amounts of food if a carrot's deformed they yeah. don't use it they just throw it in the trash and france has turned that around I as well i've talked have, about it a amazing. lot too but um right now the machines are located in the uk and parts of europe but they want to expand to new york la and seattle this year they're going to expand yeah. so that's action hunger that is beautiful. I thought that was awesome. So it's Autism Awareness Month. Yep. Um, and I first off, if any of you guys have been posting stuff on Facebook and telling your friends about Autism Awareness Month, thank you very much. Um, it is honestly appreciated by us. But anyway, Sesame Place. There's this park. It's like a Sesame Street, a Sesame Street theme type park. It's the first autism certified theme park opening in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Uh huh. Um, I heard that place is very, very autistic friendly in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's like yeah, num num highest numbers. I need to tell you about a lady too. One of my customers the other day reminded me to do that. Um, so it's at least eighty percent of the park staff will receive specialized training in areas such as communication, motor skills, and sensory sensory emotional awareness. Uh, so that they can meet the needs of um, the autistic children. The sensory guides will be available to help parents plan activities based on their child's specific needs. And the park will have quiet rooms and low sensory awesome. areas for times whenever the kids need to take a break. Uh, That's really dope. It's going to be April 28th. They're going to have that done. So. We, we would have known about stuff like that when Jordan was younger. Yeah. When he did have. So, and he still does at some point. I know. But. Um, but I had a customer the other day doing window film, and uh -huh. she was a social worker in Pennsylvania, and she dealt with autistic kids. And she was telling me about all the programs that Pennsylvania has. And I simultaneously wanted to cry out of happiness that Pennsylvania had yeah. that and burn Florida at the same time. Well, we are 48. Mm -hmm. And that's not good, by no. the way. One is good, 50 is bad. We're yeah. 48 on yeah. the availability yeah. for... Uh, programs for autistic kids in in our state. So, um, anyway, I got to speaking with her, and mm -hmm. whenever we we're working out the charity and everything, she told me I could call her. And she's oh, got, nice. She and she knows some people like at Temple University and stuff that I can get in touch with and, and again, be able to find out I some really like great information. I don't want it to be a charity or research. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how what, we don't know exactly we don't know how we're we gonna do, do it. But we, and it's a I mean it's been like a five year thing too that we've wanting to um how I want to do it is not how you want to do it. So well there is that I want it to be a much more detailed and and I know that that's not exactly what you're. What, what you're looking I, to do. I I want it to bridge that gap because I do too. I just whenever, think that it's the details are this. No, it's not even it. about the. It's you. You're you're focusing on different details. Yeah. What I'm focusing on is um, finding a place for these um, adolescents right to go and do because there's nothing yeah. for autistic adolescents like right. you have you know aut autistic adults can go do this autistic children can go do this right. and once they turn 13 which jordan 13 is, to 18 yeah it's just like eh, well, well, whatever well yeah. i don't know what to do with you so eh. so i wanted to start a program that can like they can do a movie well, once a week. Just jump just opened up over here too, so we know, might be able to team up with them. Maybe. Anyway, we're gonna be we're gonna be working on it, and we are working on that. We're finally getting 
we're finally getting enough rest to where we have energy to do these things. Jordan's uh, situation is very maintained right now. Yeah. And it has been. And we've been in just in a state of rest for about a year. It's been his, two years. His puberty was not fun at all. It's been the last three years we finally, like, had... And I'm going to go to a movie reference, waiting to exhale. When there's, like, I just took a second and just... T- took a breath right and we just finally was like that all that held up yeah for seven years yeah. when we found out and just like this relief and you just like <sighs> yeah finally and we're finding a new normal and yeah. it's been uh and that's a process in itself mm-hmm. i mean just you know so just to kind of give you a reference gwen and i don't know how to go out on dates together yeah um we we've never really done that no. so uh, we're learning how to do yeah. simple things yeah. um and even coming into a routine at the house and yeah. those i mean we're learning how to do all those things which is what most married people find learn how to do in the first couple of years of having a kid or fi- yeah or fi- yeah finding out how to do that right after but, having but, a kid but with a neurotypical children yeah. i mean usually it's 2 3 years you're yeah. learning you know you're getting into that we we got delayed for 10 years so yeah. but we're learning and we're we're moving we're moving in that direction yeah. i'm enjoying the process yeah so absolutely yeah and i think that's one of the main well one of the reasons we got to start this podcast is because of yeah, that's a true um too. not even a um escape it was more like we had a release it wasn't an escape cathartic it was and yeah and everything for us then we're you know now that we get take a breath yeah. and focus on each other. Right. Not that we're not focused on our children. They'll always be them people. We don't care about our kids. They'll always be that one person. You hear what she said? <laughs> focusing on them. They don't care about their autistic kid. How da- or their other one. <laughs> so, you know. Anyway. So, it's not that. It's just like you have to... People don't understand. You have to make yourself happy before you make anybody else happy. Yeah. And we lost our happiness. Right. Um. So... And we did. I mean, we but we're finding it. We yeah, basically was, made it work. I, and we did, and we did a really good job at that. But I was gonna say just the other day, what I was telling you is life just beat the shit out of oh, us. Yeah. I mean, there's just no way around that. Mm-hmm. Life just beat the shit out of us, and we are we're learning how to. I don't know that we'll ever fully recover into like full energy no. or anything like some of these other people have, but. Um, I do know that we're moving. I was in talking about one of my, to my friends the other day. One of the other um, instructors there has a lot of energy. Yeah, and I was like, I just wish I had just a little bit of her right. energy. And yeah. she's older than me. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's just like you know, and different personalities are Absolutely. set up for that. And it, I totally understand that yeah. too. Both of our personalities are not super energetic. I mean, but either way, it is to a certain point. I think. Well. Um, I think that we're much more peaceful than energetic, and um, so anyway, it doesn't matter. We we're observers. You are. I I I I interact as well when I want to, but yeah. I'd much rather like you know you tell me what you want to talk about. Can I tell you what I want to talk sure. about? So you know I've been looking at the Enneagram a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of research on this. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to it every day, and so. Um, is this part of marriage counseling? We can definitely bleed into that. Oh, well, I we mean, still have bullshit that. news. Do you have bullshit news? I have a lot. I have okay. local and... Um, Let's go with that first. Okay. Because I don't have oh, any. 
I don't have any bullshit news. Okay. I have some, I'm sure I'll come off you, but go ahead. I have local bullshit news, What's man. Local I am bullshit? pissed. Okay, so, oh, that's my good news. Are we doing a positive vibes? You already did it. You did Sesame Place. Oh, uh, okay. There is another one that I was going to tell you. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right, so this bullshit news is straight out of PCB, man. Okay. Uh, there's a gentleman that you... Uh, that you may remember his name, Guy Tennell. He was the sheriff of, uh, uh, he, he was a Bay County commissioner and he was uh, a Bay County sheriff a long time ago. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm almost positive he's the one that arrested me mm. whenever I was, uh, anyway. Okay. Um, but we I won't... knew nothing about local anything back then, but go ahead. Yeah, I had just moved here. Yeah. Anyway, and, and he was ago. a nice policeman, the, the guy that arrested me. But either way, he ended up, Guy Tanell ended up becoming a Bay County Commissioner. So, uh, what he did is, there is a, um, a law out that, that violates people from um, hunting turkeys with 100 feet oh. of a feeding station, Okay. And it's it's a hunting rule and everything like that. But here's the deal: so he was hunting within What's 100 his name? feet. Guy Tunnell, G G Y uh, yeah. G U Y T U N N L. Um. Anyway, anybody who's been a local for a while knows who this guy is. So, anyway, um, it's considered a second degree misdemeanor. Now, I want to say that if I what do you think would happen to me if mm-hmm. I went out hunting and I was hunting a yeah. turkey within 100 feet of this feeder and I shot and killed that turkey? Yeah. And the game warden saw me do that. What do you think that my... You'd be put in jail. I'd immediately. I'd be put in jail immediately. I would have my guns taken from me, licensed, the whole nine. Yeah. I want you to guess what they did with him. I think they did nothing. Wrong, Gwen. Not only did they do nothing, but they changed the fucking law. Wow. They changed the law to where he doesn't get in any kind of trouble whatsoever. And now you can dang hunt within 100 feet of a feeder. So they changed the dang law. So it says that um, this he was not... Uh, the program only applied to Bay County where he lives, not Washington County where he was charged. Even though both are in the 14th Judicial Circuit and he already had paid for and complete, completed the test. Um... And that didn't make sense to Tanel, whose money was uh, initially initially so returned. So we only um, bother laws that make sense to us. No, dude. What I'm trying to tell you is that there's some people that are better than uh, you and I. And if they're better than you and I, then they get to get if away with If they have more money things. than we. No, no, no. No? No, they're, they're just better human oh, beings, okay. Gwen. So, anyway, I thought that was just complete bullshit, man. I just... It bothers me so badly that, it, it, you know, whatever kind of technicality they want to come up with... If they, and here's the thing, if they would ex- extend half that grace to to local citizens, I'd be fine with it. If they were, you know, oh, well, he was outside the city limits, and so, yeah. you know, we're, it's not that big of a deal. That's not what they do. Yeah. With a regular city city citizen, you know, they're, they're going to put him in jail, give him fines, and all this other stuff. But yep. if you know the guy, then, well, yeah. let's go ahead and just change the law to where, you yeah. Know, that's crazy to me. It is. Anyway, that's bullshit to me. Okay. I, I don't know what is more bullshit than that. Okay, what's your other one? That was it. I thought you said you had a few of them. I did, but it, one of them was actually a positive vibe, and I just didn't look at it properly. Oh, okay. So. I can't think of any bullshit. I was pissed about a lot of things mm-hmm. that happened. I'm just not 
share specifically what they are because I didn't write them down. Right. Um, and of course, if I'm not by my book, I don't. I, I, I oh, forgot. I got another bullshit. Okay. I was over in Destin yesterday. Yeah. Uh, working, and I was in the Walmart and um, walking toward the register. Yeah. And there was a lady about my age, blonde-haired, blue-eyed lady, telling her blonde-haired, blue-eyed daughter. You can't ask anybody anything anymore because they either don't speak English or they don't know what you're talking about. Awesome. Told her little girl that right in Walmart. And I said, oh, my God, are you serious? And, I mean, and she just kept on walking. But, I mean. Again, hate is not inherited. It is, it is learned. Taught. It is taught and it is passed down from bigoted people. And that kid had to have been eight years old. I mean. Now, and the good thing is, as she grows up, it She'll is very possible that, that she's going to resent her mom for saying that. But either way, you either you get one of two outcomes. You have a resentful daughter uh-huh. who's mad at you for saying crazy stuff like that, or you have somebody that buys it and goes along with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Very true. Um. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying. I'm sitting here trying to think of all the. Bullshit. I think I didn't listen to a lot of it last week because we it was dodging it a lot. Because it was Holy Week, I guess. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm not gonna let I that infect that my too. spirit. You so. know, isn't that amazing? Like, I was thinking about that a lot, and even during Holy Week, I, you know, I mean, you could say whatever you want to about religion or whatever, but during that week, I mean, even on, even even on things like Facebook, I mean, I, I haven't I, been on, on Facebook com- much. I, I, I've been browsing but i haven't been Mm -mm. doing yeah um but even then like the comments i'm like you know what i'm just it's just not and stuff that i usually would comment and and if i do go on there lately even lately i'd be like you know scroll scroll couple minutes like yeah it's not it's just it's not worth my um energy it's not just energy it's just like i can't let you infect my happy so one kind of cool thing that happened i guess it was the it was neat okay so i went and got my hair cut yeah. at the that and it ended up i didn't know it but it's a black that's a local yeah um man cave. the man cave barbershop on 23rd street by the way go and see them um christian's gonna go get his hair cut over there too anyway he gave me a really tight fade and he's a really good guy i didn't know it was a black owned barbershop i just saw it was man cave it was like oh how cool you know yeah. so I, anyway i went in there um and there was a lady in there who was getting her son, her, her, she was black and her son was mixed uh-huh. and he was cutting his hair and he uh-huh. did a really great job on his hair. Yeah. I mean, th- by the way, this like six year old kid was sitting perfectly still. Well, he's used to it by now. I guess, but he was doing amazing. I guess I'm thinking of Jordan, but anyway, um, but there was a lady in there. She was military and she kept talking about, um, guns. And she kept saying, um, I can't, you know, they're just, all they're wanting to do is ban guns, but that's not going to fix the problem. Well, the barber, he'd actually given all his guns away. Yeah. And she was all about, you know, not. Pro-gun. Yeah, pro-gun. Mm-hmm. And she was military and everything like yeah. that. And that's the thing, too. Like, military people are trained with weapons. Yeah. And so I'm more comfortable, like, if you have been trained. Yeah. But it it was really neat. So I sat there. I said, you know, I'm kind of middle of the road on it. I said, I have a few guns, but I don't have any any assault rifles or anything. And I'm all about more gun gun reform. Yeah. You know? And she 
kind of wanted to say something, but yeah. she kind of didn't, and she did a little bit. But she, here's the thing. She was a lot nicer than what a Facebook comment would oh, have yeah. been. You know what I mean? People feel like when they get on comment, that they, or on Facebook, that when they comment, they're anonymous. Right. And you're not. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Um. So, whatever you... I'm a big... And you're going to call me my witchiness. I'm a big believer in what you send out. Right. Saying. Yeah, because you carry crystals around with you and you. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, wait till you get set up on the, the thing. You're going to be like, listen. Oh, God. Have my sage stick. Whatever, dude. If you want to throw Jesus to the side, I mean, there's nothing I can Jesus do about that. Jesus created all these things. All these Look, beautiful things. I don't want you to be using facts, okay? You just <laughs> you just stick through your Anyway, your we'll shout video. him out in this. Um, Who, Jesus? We always shout out Jesus. <laughs> but um, oh, do you even know the guy's the, own, the owner? Chris Johnson. Chris? I'll yeah. put his name down. He's a good guy. Um, he's on Facebook. But yeah, uh, Christian liked the photos so much that he's actually going to I'm go there. never going back to. Um, nope. I, and I was telling I him, won't I was like, listen, I won't... my son's really picky. It's a, the one over by the mall or whatever, but it was my son's I won't really mention picky, the name. But it's he. They messed it up twice, and Christian's like, "Yeah, man, they kind of messed it up." Da, da, da. And so anyway, I got my hair cut. I was like, "You like it, Christian?" He was like, "Yeah, man, that's pretty good," you know. And I, it, and he was fine with that. But then I was like, "No, the dude's black, dude. He cuts black yeah. people hair." And he was like, "Oh," and then he looked at those Facebook photos and he was like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll go over there. He so. just I don't. He just likes the technique of it. He does, and it is an it. art. It, it is. is. So, but I was talking to the guy, and he said that. So he's trying to hire people in. Yeah. Um. He, but he, what he told me is like I have a hard time finding people that want to work the hours that need to be worked, mm -hmm. and people who take pride in their craft. Yeah. I mean, I don't it, that like that's awesome. Yeah. Because I take pride in my craft. Yeah. Like I no hang window what film even really well or doing woodwork. Or, like, I change my rotor yeah. and my brakes on my everything. I have yeah. everything the way that I like it. Yeah. You know, I take pride in my craft. And so I really appreciate whenever people say that yeah. kind of thing. No, so, the only thing I, the only thing that I, I got pissed about is um, we were sitting in there for two and a half hours. Oh, that's right. And there's people coming in before us and before us. And there's kids, like, hanging out in the kit. No, we were sitting there, and they were coming in and getting it over and getting before a haircut us. before you. Yeah, before him, and there were ten chairs. Yeah, and they're you know on each side. I think there was seven barbers working. Yeah, and that's why I was like, this could never be Melanie's shop, my sister's right. shop, because Melanie and of course women do different things. Yeah. Men take a long time or whatever. But I saw that guy that cut Christian's hair. He was on that same head when other people had, had already switched out twice. Mm. So I was just like... It'd be different if he was doing a really good job, but he didn't even do that good of a job on Christian. It's not so. even even about that. I'm just like, their turnover, how are you still here? Yeah. If you hide your booth, how are you written your booth? Yeah. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, I'm not going back in there for two and a half hours. I saw that they had a sign up, though, that said you can make an appointment for $5. But I was just like... I just don't feel like we have to go here anymore. Five dollars to make an appointment. Luxury fee. Whatever. I don't care. I mean, so, I, whatever. Um, also, Chris Johnson, the um, I, I'm like ninety percent sure that's his name. Um. Anyway, uh, I got to talking with him. Yeah. He knows Kara. Kara. Oh yeah. And Kara is on the League of Women, which I'm going to be a part of. I'm going to join the League of Women voters. Which I did not know males could join, but she told me that that could happen. So anyway, 
big circle about like the people that we know and all the things that are going on. Anyway, he's he's involved. He's only been here for a few years, but he understands the value of the community. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that, and I'm very very happy about that. I'm really looking forward to doing the League of Women Voters because they're involved with a lot of projects. Like you were talking about that homelessness project. Yeah. Project. On East, I, I didn't even know about this thing. It wasn't advertised on local news channels or nothing. Be. But on East Avenue at the fairgrounds, they did a day of dignity. And so all these low-income and homeless people got to go up there and get food, doctor's visits, checkups, wow. showers, haircuts, you know, clothes, and all these things. That, bikes for kids. Yeah. Things that they really need to make people feel better about themselves yeah. and give them dignity. They want you to see anyway, the system. So Car is really involved with that kind of thing. And I want to be more involved with that kind of stuff. That's right up our alley. Yeah. And it's because of the League of Women Voters. So I want to be on that. And plus, Heba Rahim is on it. And she's the one that's doing, like, the the marches and stuff around here and uh all these you know different events where they're really pointing out uh like women's march she did the women's march here yeah so anyway i'm wanting to get involved with it i'm very excited about it but you know i get excited about political yeah. stuff too so anyway yep i'm stoked good um marriage counseling yeah so before you get in your algorithm stuff enneagram whatever that, that was really cute um I put this down because you were being a little weird. Uh huh. So I think it kind of sucks that you have to. You make me. You're more manipulative than you think. Oh yeah, I, I recognize that. And I recognize that I could be a lot more, and I don't let right. that show. Yeah. And I really could. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah, I agree. But um, you. It really sucks that you have me apologizing a lot. The way about how I feel about things mm -hmm. that I have to constantly apologize to you about something. I, um, let me see what I wrote it down. I'm supposed to, and I know you support me in everything I do. I do. I do. And I love that I do do this and I do it out of love, but you just was like, you just like, just assume that I'm supposed to take care of everything. Okay. And I do. And I'm supposed to, but I don't like that you just like, yeah, you just take care of everything while like I do what? whatever I do. Like, you have responsibilities you have to do. You have work, you have church stuff, and you, you, you have your pastoral stuff that you have to do. Mm -hmm. But um, you just expect me to take care of all the things, don't you, when it comes to it? Not necessarily. No. No, I, I I don't catch quite what you're talking about. It's just like um. I don't know. Maybe I was just feeling very like. Um. I mean, there are some things that I do that I'm just like Gwen can take care of this while I'm working. No, not just that. I, I mean, there is certain things like that. I mean, especially things like Christian and you know some of the scheduling and those kind of things. And I honestly do. I'm like, you know, I'm working right now. Mm -hmm. I'm literally trying to. No, it's not bring that. It's not work house, stuff. So. It's not work stuff. No, no, no. I don't even expect that. No, you? but like while I'm working and I don't have time to do some of this stuff, I do. I'm like, man, why oh, can't you? Oh, that's not what I would meant. That's not what I meant. Um, that's not what I was meant. I, I reread. So you got to figure out why you're mad. No, I, I wrote this down <laughs> when I was pissed. So, um, I know. No. You you expect me, and I'm supposed to take care of you emotionally. Oh yes. And yeah. um, 
when I you I just ignore my about, feelings yep, I'm about very stuff. Bad about so that. I have to I always have to explain why I feel this way and have right. to apologize to you. Yeah, I do about, get upset about you apologize. I always say you shouldn't apologize to me so much. I do say that. Now, how do you mean the manipulative part? Because I I want to work have on that. To, I always have to explain to you why I got upset about this one thing mm-hmm. because it made you feel a certain way. And I get it. And I do understand, like, sometimes. But sometimes I feel this way, and, but you don't want to hear me hmm. when I talk about it. You just was like, yeah, oh, yeah, she's mad. I think you're very, like, passive about it. Cause you, I am laissez-faire about it because you you wear your anger like out like you you I think that you think I'm mad more than I am I have bursts of anger somewhat but and it's not just your anger it's it's all of your emotions you you wear them proudly you know you're I mean if you're if you're lovey you're like bam here I am you yeah. know if you're angry bam you don't you make no effort whatsoever to to uh not not hide um suppress your emotions this is my I, do, I actually do oh that's crazy so anyway but you yeah, I, I actively do <laughs> well and that's good and i appreciate i appreciate that but from an outside perspective yeah. uh like for me um i don't i don't really go into super lovey super angry super any emotion very very much and that's why i think you're gonna snap and kill us all I don't think that I'm going to. I feel like you are. <laughs> There's like a 76% chance that that'll never happen. Uh... So, anyway, no. Uh, and I get that. I, I really do. So, some of my manipulation comes from, I want you to explain why you're angry sometimes. So, because sometimes what you're angry about is ridiculous. And once you start talking about it, you're like, I guess that I shouldn't have been that angry. No, and that's why I have to be very selective in what I say. Right. And that's why when I I do tell you ahead of time, I know I'm in my feelings. Yeah. And I'm going to be in my feelings for I've been giving you your space about that. And I think that that bothers me too. Giving you your space about it? Yeah, it does. Because I feel like that you're like, oh, whatever. No. That you're very dismissive of my feelings when I am mad. Yeah. So that you don't you, that you wanted me to give you your space about it. You're like, no, I need time to process all this emotion and everything. On and certain then, things. Well, I don't know which certain things are. You see what I mean? And you don't ask. You're just like, Oh, she's mad, I'm gonna leave her alone. That's exactly what I do. And that you, that, you get well, you get mad so often that I that's what I do. I'm that's like, what I mean. You're very dismissive well, with I my mean, feelings. You get mad often and so I don't know like do I entertain it? So if I ask you what's wrong, it drives you insane. If I say, what's wrong, baby? That makes you more mad. Actually, what makes me more mad is whenever you're like, um, you assume it's about you. Well, I mean, I can't. There's again, two other I'm people in, in this house. I agree, but I'm not And I have a I life outside of here. I understand that, but how can I know that? You ask questions. But if I say, what are you mad about? Then you get mad about no, it. No, no. I've been actively no, trying you, not to. I can show you podcasts about where you, where you uh, said, I, I get mad because you always like, oh, what's wrong? So I'm not allowed to ask you but, what's wrong, but now you want me to ask but you what's wrong. No, it's not even it's not even about that either. It's like you do bad, you do silly shit, and you're like, why the hell are you mad at me? Because you do stuff. I know that I did the silly and shit. That, is why I explain myself well, I, so much more often I don't, now. So what These do you want me couple, to do now? 
Are you really doing that right I now? I am. I'm being because... manipulated. <laughs> no, it's right not even now. about that. It's just like you, you do. I I feel the same way. But that's the thing. Like I'm trying to meet you where you ask me and to when, meet you, and, and then I'm, I'm meeting you where that that is, and then you're getting mad at me about meeting you where that is. So well, change, I don't know Blake, what to do. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what you want me to do. I don't think. I think you need to grow with me with my anger, and this is how I want you to express it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This is what marriage life is about. I gotta keep and you on your toes. And that's fine. And and that is wonderful. no, I don't know. I no, feel but that actually. A way, so the other day time. when I was saying that you were perfect for me, that actually is because you always give me a challenge. If 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 you didn't give me a challenge, <laughs> I'd be bored. I'd be done. You know, because you know me, I've got to constantly be stimulated. So you are perfect for me. All your flaws are actually perfect for me. And I do want to meet you where you're at, but you've got to admit, you, I feel like you get mad in between me completely forgetting something very important for you. And I'm you, trying to get and very, very also if at I that. leave bread on the counter, you know, so like you have this wide array of things that you get mad about, and then you love me because so, like I brought home the tulips the other day. I'm like, man, this is a you know spontaneous thing. I'm gonna do this because I, I want yeah. to show Gwen that I love her. Because you're always like, I just wish that you would do something for me spontaneously. So I did that, and you're like, oh, thanks. So no, I said, thank you. That was pretty. Those are color lilies. Those are my favorite flowers. I know, but you were very dismissive about it. You're like, oh, thanks. So you want me to do these things, but then like you're like, oh, you can take it or leave it whenever I do. So you always keep me on my toes, and that's fine. But I want I want you to understand that I literally am trying. I mean, I really, really I don't am. feel that, but I, know that you're I understand not, but I, that I really, you are. Really. And I, want, I so, am actively trying as well. I know you are. I know you are. So, here's the really cool thing. So, this is getting into the Enneagram stuff. This is what okay. I love. I've been really, really passionate about this lately. So, there's nine numbers on the Enneagram. If you don't know what it is, I highly encourage you to go and get it. So, basically, this is the best description of what I've heard of the Enneagram. It's, a, it's not a personality test. It's a spiritual... Um, identifier i guess you'd say so we all have our coping mechanisms that we dealt with from like traumas in childhood and basically there's nine different numbers one through nine okay yeah. and there's different and and three numbers represent uh heart three numbers represent uh body three numbers represent uh thinking so there's five six and sevens they they're they're thinkers they they say in their head so like Cole would be a prime example of a thinker, right? You know, he, okay. he's always in his head. Everything gets processed through his head. I'm more of a, a more of a gut person. If I have a feeling, here's my feeling, you know, and I'm, I'm just I don't really think about it a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, uh, and then, the, then there's like uh, the the heart people that are just you know constantly inundated in their emotions all the time. And you know those people. Yeah. So anyway. But here's the cool thing. So I I believe that I'm a nine on the Enneagram, which is basically a peacemaker. And um, uh, I kind of see everybody's perspective. The The bad side of that is I'm slothful. I'm slothful about my, my Christianity, spirituality, work. You know, it's hard for me to get motivated and do things. And you're one number. And so each number has like a wing. They're, they're, they kind of take qualities of both. Yeah. So I take qualities of the one, which is perfectionist, and qualities of the eight, which is kind of leadership type of thing. And you're right there. You're you're like right at my side, but you also move towards seven, which you're always excited about new things, wanting to take adventures, 
you know, those type of things. But you're still in like a thinking type of type of mentality. And so all of the all so basically the reason why I was saying that you're perfect for me is all the things like I don't get motivated to do things. Mm-hmm. Like I have a hard time you know, if if I could just sit down and read or do a puzzle or play video games for eighteen hours on end, that'd be fine for me. I'd have no problem with that. And there's a lot of people that could not do that. They need to be surrounded by people all the time. You know what I mean? They want to go out and see the latest thing or, you know, do the latest game or whatever. You you know what I'm saying? There's just people like that. And what I mean by that is that all of my, you, you motivate me. Like whenever you like, okay, you remember you, and you still do it a little bit, which I really like, what is going to be your project this weekend? Mm. You know, whenever you're like, what do you want to, what kind of project do you want to do this weekend? You know, and then, of course, my project would be like mowing the lawn because yeah. it's mundane or whatever. You're like, no, I need you to either fix the floor or work on Jordan's room or do this. Which one of those things do you want to tackle this weekend? And if you give me an option like that and motivate, you motivate me to do those things. I'm like, man, I want to do this for my wife. I love her. And so I'm going to go and do this thing, whichever one it is. But if you were if you were to just say, uh, "What do you want to do this weekend?" My go-to response would be like, "I want to go sit in the backyard mm. and just sit there and smoke a cigar or something." You know, so I don't. I'm not very motivated to do things, but you are, and that's the great thing about it. And then also, I have the ability to do all these things, which you you lack in, right? I mean, you don't know how to build these things. So anyway, we just work perfectly together, and I just absolutely love it. I think it's great. But I do want to learn your anger stuff a little bit more. Um, I'd like you to communicate exactly. But the problem is I don't think you know. I think you're just mad and you you want to be mad. and Sometimes. Right. And, Not that I want to be mad. It's just how I am. Right. And you just wear your emotions out And I loud. try to actively I mean, suppress that a lot. That's amazing. I, I, I have seen improvement over the last 15 years. You're I really def- do try yeah, not to that's be amazing. a complete and total bitch. And you're lately. not. That's the thing. You, you, I, I'm telling More you. More so your, lately. Your growth over the last two years has been amazing. I, I've actually enjoyed watching it. You're you're really growing into a really healthy you. And I, I like it a lot. So anyway. um, Yeah. But I, I do want to do better about, you know. And I am in the manipulative. What, I, what I'm trying to do. Whenever those things are occurring, first off, whenever I get angry, I for some reason, I'm never smart. But whenever I get angry, all of a sudden I'm a genius. And I'm like, okay, well, what about this? And I'm able to, you know, cut corners and do all these things. And I literally do that with the intention of making you think out your emotions. And... and it doesn't work. Well, no, it does. Because sometimes I, I'm like, well, what are you mad? And so you finally get down to it and you're like, maybe I shouldn't have been so mad about that thing. And I think what it is is that you're not mad about that thing. You're mad and then that thing occurred and then you're mad about that thing. Does that make sense? I think I'm more like um, Hulk. I'm always mad. Yeah, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Yeah. And that is true. I, I mean... um. And I'm trying not to be. But Hulk gets shit done. 
<laughs> you know, that's the good thing about you. Like you really do get shit done. So whenever uh, that's what I was talking about, even at family events and all these things, <sighs> you don't have the ca- the capability of standing by and no. watching the clusterfuck happen. Like you got to get in there. Even about I know, but like, you you want to get in there and you're like, look. It's really simple, guys. All you got to do is this, and, and we're gonna. That, you go and do this. You and go and I do went this, and back it's fixed. To like, even when I first got my first like quote unquote real, real job when I was at JC Penney's, yeah. And I sat there and I thought about it the other day, and I was like, even when I saw something not happening right, even if I wasn't working or if I wasn't doing anything, I'd always interject myself into it, and so it's just like, like no, 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 no. that's not how it goes, right? Even like shit in the grocery store i don't know i don't even know i was getting you know of course because i'm so tall i had to get up on (laughs) the freezer thing and get some something out of the freezer and some lady was like do you know where the pizza is right i don't know what it is about my face and it is that so and that's the thing so one of the things about you is that whenever you walk into a room, you light it up. There's uh, no doubt about that. You bring, that that's the thing like about your personality is that you have this, um, uh, in control at it, uh, mindset. It, meaning even if you're out of control, which I know that mentally you, you feel like you oh, are yeah. a lot of times. But in the situation, you're like, no, this needs to happen and this needs to occur. And if you go and do this thing and you go and do this thing, then this situation will be accomplished. And that's all there is to it. I don't think you mean to do it. just comes naturally to you. And I think that that's awesome. But, it, you know, on the flip side of that, you get pissed off whenever it doesn't go that yeah, way. Yeah, so, I really do. I mean, it's the good and the bad yeah. along with, with both of those things. Yeah. So. Anyway. So that was a... I'm really passionate about this thing. I, I'm okay. I'm learning about it and looking into it. And I what it does for me is it helps me recognize my own flaws and helps me to appreciate people a lot more than what I ever have. Well, so, cool. Awesome. Want to take a break? I guess. I can keep talking about I it. I know. Let's not. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. Yep. All right. So we didn't recap the week before Walking Dead. Right. And so... Because stupid Matt and Janelle don't even watch Walking no. Dead. No. Oh, oh, and we didn't recap we the week after. We should do that as our friendship test like they do. <laughs> like, do you like Pitbull? Oh, you do? We can't be friends? We should do that with them. Be like, do you like Walking Dead? No, you don't. Then you're worthless on this planet. I feel like Janelle, if Janelle watched Walking Dead, she'd need more therapy. I don't know. She, I don't know. She how. doesn't do blood and guts and oh, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. She's more of a ratatouille type of <laughs> watcher. Yeah. So Nice, wholesome, wholesome watcher. <laughs> Disney Walking movie. Dead is wholesome. It's all about family and camaraderie <laughs> and out of force and necessity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we didn't, we hadn't um, recapped the last three weeks, actually. No. Oh. But anyway. And you were just telling me that I fell asleep during the last yeah. Walking Dead. But it was after the Easter service. I'd yeah. been, I was really exhausted. So. I mean, we were up, you were up at 4 o'clock. So yeah. I mean. But you're going to have to tell me what happened on the last well, Walking Dead. Well, the one on April 1st. Okay. What happened was the Saviors went to Hilltop. Right. And um, Simon is going to die bloody soon. He, yeah, it's not going to be good for him because he killed... And we didn't know where Negan was because he didn't show up in that I know where he one. is now. Well, now, but, I mean, in this episode... What's that lady's name? The scavenger lady. Um, 
I don't know how to say it. It's J A D I S. Jadis. Anyway, she's the one that has Negan. Well, left him. She doesn't yeah. have him no more. Anyway, um, so Daryl doesn't trust um Dwight, right? Because he shot Dwight shot Tara with a right. bow, um, just as Simon was about to cut her with a axe, and he saw Daryl saw this, but everybody that they, um. The saviors weren't killing people. They were actually infecting, infecting people. So they came get... back. People came back. And Tara didn't get, you know. Because he didn't get, he didn't get laced. He didn't lace his. Like the other ones did. Right. So after the fight and everybody was getting up. Basically was A lot more her. people. Yeah. A lot more people died than they should have been. But again, this is a TV show. Oh my God. I was so mad. That's the problem that I have with it. Like, these people like, have why? lived, and they know to wake up during these sounds. And there's My all problem this sound. was, why was the door open? It, there was a million problems with it. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, it was just so dumb. I mean, the zombies are waking up and making and all this noise. And then Henry goes his little ass. And everybody starts screaming. And, and he goes his little ass around. into the cage where they keep, kept the saviors and opens, opens it up. that damn thing up. And asks yeah. for, you know, who killed his brother. And then when the, the um, everybody starts screaming because they were right. getting bit, they escaped. Yeah. Well, some of them escaped, not all of them. Some decided to stay behind. Them. Yeah. But anyway, that leads us into last night or last weekend's episode. Okay. So Henry... They couldn't find Henry after all the set was said and done right, that next right. morning. So Carol and Morgan set out to go find him, and they couldn't find him. And so they were, you know, looking real good, and somehow they got separated. Right, and Morgan's Carol going and crazy, Morgan, crazy. yeah, he's he's seeing dead people that's not there and everything. Rick had to go when Rick went out because he left again. Right, even though Michonne was like, "Please don't leave." Sit and read your son's last words right. to you, and he wouldn't do it. So he went out anyway. And so even when Rick was trying to talk to him, he actually had to touch him yeah. to make sure that he was there, like show him that he was there. Yeah. And Negan and whatever the scavengers, Jay, I'm gonna call her Jay. <laughs> um, she packed all her stuff, and then she had him chained up. What part did you see? Did you see her try and um, flag well, down the helicopter? Yeah. Okay. And well, that the went fact away. That there and was I'm a sh- helicopter. Yeah, I'm just like, what? Yeah. And she knew it was coming by. Yeah. At that certain time. Right. She yeah. was watching her watch. Yeah. Or looking at her watch. And then left him there with a gun, I believe. A gun and, and, there a, was a, and a, a zombie. And a flame. What is it? Flare. Flare. And so. He talked her out of killing him, basically. Yeah, and she was in a rush, too, because that zombie was coming. So Yeah. So the, the last part that you didn't get to see, I think it was at like the last 20 minutes. It wasn't too bad. Mm. The last 20 minutes was, um, well, the, escape, the sca- escapees from Hilltop actually captured Rick and Morgan. Right. Did you see this? Uh, yeah. They captured them. Well, what didn't you see? I don't know. You're going to have to tell. Um, I, I don't know what I didn't see. Well, um, I'm trying to... What did you see? I can't remember. You saw that they got captured I by, did, yeah. by them and I the long hair guy? That. Yeah. Anyway, and um, so Morgan was telling him, you better save your bullets because there's a herd coming. Yeah. And um, so Rick talked to the other guys into letting them go to fight the, you know, fight the walkers off. Right. 
And they and Rick and Morgan kill them anyway. Mm, I didn't see that. They kill them anyway. The people from the hilltop? That were in the... The prisoners from the hilltop. Mm-hmm. They killed okay. them anyway. Good for them. Well, you kind of lied to them. I felt bad I for care. them. They were with Negan. That, but they were, but they were actively when they were tired up. He was like, "No, I, I want to hear him out. I want to go back to Hilltop." So they wanted to be good. Mm. The only one that wanted to be bad was long haired guy. I don't even know his oh, name. Oh, I do remember that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and so, um, so yeah. they all died. But you just, I mean, who can you trust now? Yeah, so they all died, and Rick and Morgan got back, and Carol had found yeah. Henry in a, I like... I just go back to my go-to. Beaver. Just kill everybody. Beaver dam. <laughs> yeah. He found, found Henry in Beaver dam. Oh. The, it, he was trapped, like four walkers, and, of oh. course, Carol killed them all oh, cool. to get to him. So when he got back, Morgan and Rick got back, he touched Henry. Mm. And, well, Morgan's going to be leaving anyway. He's going to fear the walking fear dead. The walk- that's, so. I think that's one of the things that I, I I might always be upset unless the producers find a way for a zombie to kill somebody legitimately. You know, the reason why I'm saying that is because Carol kills four walkers. I mean, yeah. you know, she does it all the time. At some point, she's going to die, and it's going to be some walker that's, you know, I think it's in the like next now. room or whatever. I think it's like now. Um, because Freedom, wake up. I think it's now that um, everybody's so attached to her yeah. that they she's she saved so many people so many times that she'll be around for a while. Even still, it's just my point. I know all these people have killed lots of walkers, yeah. you know, and they're just super badasses. So if you kill them, it needs to be a good kill. Yeah, our dog's dreaming and barking in his sleep, guys. So, so yeah, um, and that's how it ended. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, very very interested to see how shit's gonna go down because Negan's on his way back yep. to the prison, yep. but no one know. And I, and he picked somebody up. You didn't see this. Uh-uh. Um, she gave him a car, and he picked somebody up, and they didn't show who it was. Ah. I'm like, who is that? What are they doing? Also, he he's got a letter from Carl, but he doesn't know about it. Yeah. But anyway, so it was dope. Looking forward to. It. I think it's only like one or two episodes left. So. Yep. I think it's only one episode left to the season because Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead comes back this Sunday. No, no, next Sunday. Okay, so it might be. When's Into the Badlands come back? April twenty. April something. I'm looking forward to that. I know we need to rewatch the first and second season because that was a damn good show. It is a damn good show. All right, the movies I watched this this week or these last couple weeks was um, Roxanne, Roxanne, and I had no idea this was based on a real person. I was just like, oh, this is dope. Roxanne. It's, it's actually based off of the real life and career of Roxanne Chante. Okay. Oh, uh, I remember seeing you watch that. Yeah. And it's I didn't about, watch it, but I um, did. I thought it was dope, you know, this female rapper coming out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, okay, 80s, hey. And Neil Long's in it. It's a Netflix thing. And Neil Long was in it and everything. And it just shows how much shit and hustle the, this girl had to go through just yeah. to live. Yeah. And like this is her real life, yeah. and um, and at the end of it, like in the mi- in the midst of her career, this little kid would come up to her, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to be just like you, or whatever." She's like, "Well, spit some rhymes to me." Yeah. And he's like, "Um, 
Um, I don't, you know, he didn't. She's like, the next time I see you, you better have some fucking rhymes for me the next time. Right. So whenever all the shit that did happen to her happened, mm-hmm. she saw him and he like spit some rhymes to her. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, what's your name? It was Nas. I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. And that's when I like Googled it and I was like, oh, so what is this actually really happening? So yeah. So I thought that was pretty dope. Um, that the little baby Nas was in there because you know we love Nas. I mean, he's kind of the king over there yeah, in New York. Absolutely. One of the kings he's in New York. Incredible musician. So, um, I thought it was a really good show. It was like I said, it was a, it was Sun. I don't. Was it Sun Film? What is it called? Sundance, Sundance Film something. Another and Mahershala was in it. I hated his face. I love Mahershala. That's the guy that played um King in um Luke Cage. Okay. His cousin, or mm-hmm. the mayor's cousin, or whatever, whoever. You know what I'm talking about? The nightclub guy? Okay, yeah. I do. Okay. Um, he's in it, and I hated him the whole time in this movie because he was a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Drug addict, terrible, terrible person. Anyway, so, um, but it was a good movie. Anyway, I watched Atomic Bomb Blonde. Oh, how was that? I dug it. I saw the previews for it, and I never did watch it, but I I said I'd watch that when it comes on on HBO. Yeah, definitely not something we're paying for. You'd like it. I thought I would. You'd like it a lot. I actually saw the previews. I thought I'd like it. I cannot remember his name. I'm going to have to look it up now. Um, But he played Professor X in the newer, the younger version of um, X-Men. Oh, yeah. Um, He's in it, and... John Goodman's in it. Okay. Charlize Theron, of course. James, um... McAvoy. McAvoy. Anyway, and, um... A lot of people in it, but it's like a spy-type movie. And in the 80s. It's set in the 80s. Nice. Like, in Belgium. Like, during the time when the wall was coming down and all this stuff. And, like, all this secret (laughs) stuff when all that went down. And I was like... Blake would love this because it's completely like, you know, history cons- and conspiracy theories stuff yep. and it's really dope. So you'd like it a lot. So um, I want you to watch it. I want you to sit down and watch it. Um, new TV that came out was Alex Inc. It's with um, shit. What's his name from Scrubs? Can't help you. Scrubs. JD? Yeah. I don't know his real name. Um, Yeah, he's been doing stuff. Well, he's always uh, he's he's he. um. Actually left the scene for a little while, but now he's back in TV. I'm trying to find it, guys. Um, what are you doing? Waiting on you to figure out dude's name. Zach Braff. Efron. Zach Braff. Anyway, he's back and it's cute. He's trying to do like this company that start up, mm-hmm. and so it's really cute. Um, he, he actually is with his wife is played by the girl from um in um. The good place, that's, like, she's a demon, of course, and she's trying oh, to be yeah. on top. Yeah. And she, that's her that was in the good place. It's so funny. But anyway, she's really cute in this movie, and they have two kids, and they he left his job as being a writer to start his own company. Okay. So, um, it's just, like, them like trying. Mm-hmm, it's him, them trying to. And Roseanne came back. It was trash. I cannot even. I didn't like the first Roseanne I so. barely watched the first like the when it first came on like yeah. I barely remember you know all the stuff that I just knew the people that was yeah. on it and it was just like eh, all right whatever 
It wasn't that good to me. So, and I'm not being biased about it. Like I actually tried to give yeah. it a chance and everything. I, just, I didn't really like the first one. Like, it was just yeah, way too just, crass for me. Yeah. Anyway, it was alright. It was just like I will never watch this again. Yeah. And splitting up together is a new. Um, that sounds great. Yeah. They decided to split up, mm-hmm. but live together. Like one week he'd be in the house and she'd live in the garage and vice versa. So, um, it's with the girl that paid played Pam in the office. Okay. Um That's weird. So it's a different concept. I don't know how it's gonna um how it's gonna last. Oh, and the crossing. I watched the crossing. What's that? The crossing is with on ABC with these people that um just four hundred people just happen to float up out of the water and like all of them died but 47 and that like lost or the remnant or whatever they're from the people with from lost and um that made lost but i didn't watch lost so maybe i'm not like i never watched lost so maybe that's why i'm intrigued by it yeah um but i'm very i just feel like that this show's been played already well it's sci-fi too in there you know so you know i was like i can't Wondering when, what season they're gonna fuck it up because ABC <laughs> will mess it up no matter what. So, um, and another series I watched, which um, I gotta watch the third episode because I watched the first two Sirens. Yeah. About Sirens. Yeah. And um, were they real? Oh my god, <laughs> bless his heart. Um, <clears throat> but um, I watched the first two episodes that I liked it, so I gotta watch the third one to make sure that I like it. Mm-hmm. It's basically about sirens, sirens that, you know... Singing the mutilate men. Yeah. And I saw the one where he tried to rape her in the car. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was just blood everywhere and she got out of the car. And she was I, really strong. Really, yeah. really strong. And I said, that's... The way he had it played out in his mind was different out. than the way that that happened. Yeah. So, <coughs> that's all I watched. Like, new. Yeah. This time. So... I was, somebody asked me like, "What do you, what's what new shows do you watch?" I was like, oh, "I'm gonna need my book because yeah. what? I watch entirely too much, yep. and I probably need to do like our um your stepbrother and get a spreadsheet <laughs> of all the shit that I actually do watch." Yeah, yeah, you might. It's a lot of things, so I had to check put a check by it. Yeah, I watched season two of that on Netflix to make sure. But anyway, so I listened to Cardi B's new song. She has like, a new album out. I hadn't listened to the album. No, but I, I like Cardi B, but... I heard her new song that came out first. How was that? Ratchet. She's ratchet. <laughs> so, I mean, it's ratchet. It's all right, but I was just like, meh. So I, but I hadn't heard the album. It just came out either yesterday, mm-hmm. last night. It came out last okay. night. And I hadn't listened to it yet. So, I'm very interested to see what she has to say. Kind of. I mean, I didn't listen to a lot of her other stuff either. So, I mean, I like her all right. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not going after her with right. stuff. What did you listen to? I haven't listened to anything. New? Nope. I've heard about some new albums. Uh, Flatbush Zombies came out with a new album. No idea what that is. Um, uh, Cole and Quinn were telling me about him, uh, about the new album. They they released a mixtape a while back. And so you listen to it and you just have to listen to it all the way through. It's no, you can't go to like, track one you just uh. listen for an hour um and it they they are absolutely amazing um, what are they called flatbush zombies um so lyrically rich uh 
I mean, great beats and fun, fun upbeat music. Some of it's like dark music. I mean, it's just all, it's just really, really good. That, that, but it's really lyrically rich. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the album, but I have not, I haven't even listened to one track on it yet. So I, I really don't know. Huh. So, oh, and about April Fool's joke. Somebody said that Outkast was coming out with a new album. And then you go to the, like read about it and it says April Fool's. And I thought that was really mean. Well, Outkast been separated for a long time. Yeah, that's why it's an April Fool's joke. But I fell for it. I just want to see Andre 3000. I haven't seen him in... He could come out with a single. I'd be fine with that, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. He has to be in behind. (laughs) (laughs) And we need to catch up. Speaking of Atlanta and acid trips, we need to catch up on Atlanta. (laughs) Speaking of acid, we need to watch Atlanta. Uh, Well, you know they're outcasts from Atlanta, right? Yeah, I know that they're from Atlanta, yeah. but I know that the move, the yeah. show Atlanta yeah. is basically like if I were taking ass, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, basically. I know what's gonna happen next. He's gonna drive off in an invisible car. So I mean, that was the funniest <laughs> fucking episode. Lord, that was the funniest shit. God, I don't even know. I just want to go back and just watch that. Childish episode. Gambino is a genius, yeah. whether it be with music or yeah. movies or whatever he does. Art, like even the mm-hmm. art for his albums, mm-hmm. are genius. Everything he does is genius. So, yeah, anyway. he's a he's a national treasure, and we need to protect yeah. him <laughs> with everything we have. So, um, I finished my book, Children of Blood and Bone. Oh, how was that? I want to read the next one immediately. Is there a next one? Eventually. Oh, I hate that. She just she she signed a three book deal. Yeah, with movie rights. She's like a sign of seven-figure deal. But the, but the second book isn't even it, out the, yet? Like, and I'm sure it's in the works because she's had this book for years. Yeah. And she's been trying to get it, like, you know, published. What if she's too pressured and can't do it? No. Not now. Her, her, no. There's no way. I think she has another book out okay. besides this one. But this oh, one okay. was dope. I loved it. I loved it. Mainly because... It was set in um, Africa, mm-hmm. and it's all the the magic and all the stuff that is basically, essentially, all the inner works of Harry Potter, mm. but um, kind of like Harry Potter meets Greek goddesses. Interesting. And seeing like um, their um, like their powers and their deities translated into you know all it's just i can't i can't explain it to you without giving it away but okay well wait no because the listeners might want to well spoiler alert but um basically it's set in um a time where they cut off magic okay this king cut off magic because he said it was bad Mm -hmm. and um he killed everybody over the certain age that had magic okay and um, so he cut. So they didn't have magic for eleven years. Okay. So um, the king um, they found they found all the artifacts that that went back into the magical whatever and kept them to themselves. Right. His daughter found him um with one of the artifacts that touched one of these um, magic. Okay. And if you're Majin, you have white hair. You're touched by the gods. Yeah. And not everybody is, but right. we, they have to pay a certain tax. 
because you are because you're damned you're you're a maggot you're okay. you you've been scorned this is how you know that they, this person would have had magic if um magic was if they would have allowed it yeah. yeah and so you know it's just it's go it basically goes on a journey and trying to find to to um get magic back into her people before they can get power back that's basically what the book is about that's really cool and um her brother protecting her he's not a he's not magical and you know he's just this ordinary big guy it's just all these like how is all these beautiful women are described and just all their blackness is yeah. just what got me and yeah it's a young adult it sounds but like an original it really subject. is it is and it's just like i um, love those type of things it, that are original like a not thought of idea and it's already. not like like i say greek goddesses or whatever but it, i mean it's i know just, what you mean yeah they're semi they're semi-gods oh demigods demigods yeah, yeah. but um it's just like um just seeing how she described black women and how you know it, or and men yeah just how the deities that's mm -hmm. what they were and and everything so it's just like you know um the give certain prayers to these these that give you the certain power mm -hmm. and so um the girl the what is it protagonist protagonist her um power was basically controlling dead the dead okay and um necromancer may kind of but not really okay um yeah kind of but not really <clears throat> she can do other stuff besides that but um she did control ghosts okay. and spirits um um so it's her fighting coming into her power and trying to figure out how to bring magic back with the help of the king's daughter and eventually his son so it was just kind of like that and how it ended i was just like <gasps> no but yay yeah maybe so i don't know it was watch, just like you need to read the second book yeah. yeah so whenever she was talking i like them like that but i'm telling you every whatever book i pick up from now yeah. on if, if it, the it, next I'm one better be find out. out if there's trilogies to it like i said every book every book that i've had one. like uh, that has been a trilogy yeah. you're like oh well, that's the last book okay fine and they're like guess what bitches yeah. we're gonna do three more and you're like I really can't, i can't handle that anymore yeah i'm gonna so. have to do some research to make sure that they're all fulfilled because i just well when i first started reading that book years ago house of night mm -hmm. and i was like good five books in yeah and they're like we're gonna do 12. I was like, I'm out. I can't do it. Can't do 12 mm. books. And then, you know, they didn't come out, you know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm out. No, this is cute. It's been cute for you, but I'm not gonna do all that. I'm not gonna do that. Five, I'm on book five, and y'all yeah. talking about y'all gonna do 12 books? Right. No, ma'am. No, madam. That's not how it I works. could do that. Uh -uh. I could handle that. No. As long as it came to a completion. Yeah. And the book, I mean, were, anyway, but it was a very well written book. It's on the, she's like number one on the New York right. bestsellers list. Um, and her, um, whenever she was talking about it, she said that um, somebody tweeted her and was like, how would you end it like that? I can't believe you <laughs> didn't. She's like, it just came out. Yeah. Y'all like had school. How did you read this book? <laughs> All in one day. So I thought that was really funny. She did that. And she's like, I don't understand, but whatever. And so, um. <laughs> But it was a really good book. I liked it. And like I said, people when I told people about like, uh, it's young adult. Bitch, Harry Potter was young adult. Yeah, so please don't go. Yeah, I, that makes me so man, mad yeah. when they do that. So I don't know. I think I think what got me most about it was this girl. And I guess it was right after I got wa um, through watching um, 
Black Panther yeah. and seeing Angela Bassett with the right. the white hair and it's described that's what they were the Maji was mm. white hair silver eyes so you just kept seeing her in Black Panther that's really and, cool and she actually described it she's like it's Black Panther with with magic oh uh, that's really neat so um just like Angela Bassett's still forty three years old um uh, she's about to be sixty I know but the way she looks is just Anyway. It's kind of infuriating. Yeah, it is. But, but um, do you have any final thoughts? Oh, have, what about your book? You have a book that you were reading, or are you still on the same book? Uh, No, I didn't even finish. Oh, okay. I, I, I read A Wrinkle in Time. Um, and You said you're on the second book of that, yeah? Yeah, I got about a chapter in. Yeah, and you that's like all, it. Yeah, I just kind of... I, I, and maybe I'm going through a phase. I'm you know going through podcasts yeah. and things like that, and I'm on a learning type of thing right yeah. now so you get out of it i do and then i start reading books that are more informative mm-hmm. than, than um fiction get you out know? of your brain so you get you feed your brain then I get re- out of your I brain i really do that's oh, exactly i mean that's what, what people do, do. you it's feed like, it and then you're like okay i need yeah. it i gotta get out of it so i have i have like three month cycles where yeah. i do that and uh so i might get back into it but right now i'm definitely in an educational cycle where i'm learning as much as i can so okay uh, anyway, I do, I don't have a final thought. I have a final question okay. that I'd like you to answer. Okay. Um, one of my friends put up a picture of Jay-Z and uh, I guess Jay-Z said, uh, something along the lines of, we need to figure out, um, we need, we need to be talking about white privilege in this country. And of course, Fox News said it because, and, and they they're like, oh, well, he's got $800 million, so therefore, you know... Anyway, I commented on my friend's thing, and I'm not going to get into it, but I just said, wealth does not equal privilege. Yeah. Um, and I... So I want... I, I would like you to... to say things now, because... Just because you have so, money, that yeah, doesn't people mean people don't see you for your skin tone is how you are. Right. Just because Jay-Z has $100 million or $800 million doesn't mean that he can walk into somewhere in Seattle that no one knows him and right. be recognized as a um, businessman right. and as a um, person that has, that's a millionaire. Yeah, or just a man has of quality. Um, no one will see... Or have to question his um, stature yeah. in the world because he's a black he's a black man. My first no thought one, was that that football player that just got shot in um, New Orleans. Well, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah, but I mean, even still, I mean, like that as successful as he yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. His privilege didn't it, like. No. Or, no, I'm sorry. He he had no privilege in yeah. a, in a car wreck. Yeah. You know? And it's just, it doesn't matter. It does not matter how much money you have. Even, um, shit, Chris Rock talks about this all the time. Yeah. He, he used to talk about this all the time. He's like, ain't no white man in here with straight places with me, and I'm rich. Yeah. And it's just like, just because you have money, that does not equal someone respecting you. Right. That does not take away your skin color, no or, matter how much you think it might. Or take away the obstacles in your life. Um, no matter how much you think it may, but yeah. it doesn't. Um, they, of course, everybody, well, some people may not know who, older people might not know who Jay-Z is. Right. And we'll take him, oh, that's just some man. He doesn't know what he's doing. What is he doing here in our space? I was thinking about the space? story, the narrative that would be, that would be given there. 
So Jay-Z, a lot of people are like, oh my God, he's got some, you know, he's got all this money, but he used to sell crack and he yeah. talks about selling crack in the streets and all this other he stuff. He hadn't talked about that in years. I understand that, but if it was a white person that did that, it'd be like, oh, Forgiven. look at how much he went oh, yeah. through and how far he's come. I did have bullshit news. And speaking of, and this is basically, this is about basically what you're talking about. This black kid applied to 20 colleges. Oh, I saw that. He got into all 20 yep. colleges. And Fox News. And Fox News said that that's very obnoxious for him to do. Yeah. Even if it was any a white kid that got into all... Oh, let's decorate him. Look at yeah. all the things that he, he got in all this... This yep. of You know, all these schools got one in him. But now that this black kid did... Michael Brown. Right. I thought that was very ironic. Yeah, it is. That, um... But now all of a sudden it's obnoxious. Now it's obnoxious that he tried... So many... All of them were trash. All the ladies on the board were trash. And there was a... I don't know if she was mixed or she was just light-skinned black lady. Mm-hmm. But she's just like, you know... She wasn't... She was kind of agreeing with them, but not because she knew she was yeah. going to get dragged. Yeah. So, um... But everybody was... And I was like, madam... Yeah, I, and I would have been the first one to be like, "What's the problem with it?" Right. He got an all twenty. She's like, she's taking away all these. She did say, "Well, if he doesn't go to him, he yeah, they go back not, in the pot." Well, their name. She's like, yeah. all these people, nineteen kids are like, wait, nineteen this. kids don't get to go in now. And I'm like, oh my god, this it's like so not like he's stupid. gonna go all just just shut up. They they all got dragged, and it's just. It's just another thing of it. Why are you so pressed about what other people do with their yep. lives? Yep. Um, if you respect... I, I'm skeptical of anybody anyway, all the time. Mm-hmm. No matter who you are. Right. Um. So, and that's just how I am. There's nothing to do with anything else. Just how I am. I'm, I'm very, very... Again, you're perfect for me because I always assume people have the best intentions. I do not. Everybody's trash. <laughs> So, I don't know. It's just like, um, that's how I feel about it. People are trash, and they're going to assume shit that they don't need to. Mm. They're always going to assume shit that they don't need to. They're never going to listen to people that they don't want to listen to. If they're never going to, like you you said a long time ago, when you've been conditioned to believe something for so long, it's very, very hard to break that. Bias is a strong thing. So, whenever, um, that's why... I try, um, whenever we're in grocery stores, we're out in public, I try and be as nice as I can to people. Mm-hmm. Not because, um, you know, I have to be around, not necessarily want to be, but it's just the thing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm considerate of everybody I'm around. That doesn't mean I like you, right. but that just means I'm considerate of everything. Because the guy that looks like a bum could have a million dollars. You never know. know. I'm not going to, that's not why I don't like you. Right. I'm just suspicious of anybody. Hmm. Doesn't matter if, you know, whatever, what you're wearing, what how you approach me. I'm just like, nah. Anyway, that's just me. But I know that went on a tangent of not what no, you... No, that's why you, I asked. That's huh? why I wanted to know, you know, the the feeling behind it. And, and the thing about I, white privilege is people... people <clears throat> there are very, very many... There's so many black millionaires yeah. right now not necessarily in the entertainment business not necessarily in rap business the music business there's right. millionaires youtubers beauties bloggers there's so many 
um, people behind the scenes that are millionaires right. that the white privilege they're scared of losing. So they keep bringing this up because they're scared that they're losing it. Right. And they literally are. They really are. And I know that that's exactly what's going on. But it is just, I guess because I see it now and everybody's like, oh, you see race and everything. Yes, I do. I, I honestly do. Because whenever I'm in Walmart, I'm walking around and I do not feel unsafe. Yeah. At all. Like, at all. That's why I'm I, scared to blow I people. Can, cause... I can walk through Walmart and honestly, I could steal stuff and walk right out without any problem at all. Yeah. But I sit there and I watch the way that people are looking at, especially, you know, we had spring break come through. Mm-hmm. There's young black men that are coming through. I mean, just all eyes are on them. And, you know, it just, it it hurts me. They There's no way that they can, they and can't they just fuck up have at fun. all. And that's what I, and I feel bad for them because, I mean, they're having fun just like, you know, um, Tyler from <laughs> Nantucket or whatever is mm-hmm. having fun. But, you know, because he's a black guy having fun and he you know, can't oh, have he's fun. just he's just loud and obnoxious and you know and yeah. all this. I'm like, man, he's doing like but the, the exact thing same thing. But the thing about it, I hadn't heard this spring break is a lot of black people getting arrested either. A lot of black people aren't coming here, right. or if they come oh, here, they're not they're not you know having 19 bags of cocaine in their sunglass yeah. case. Right. There was a white guy that had 19 bags of cocaine in his sunglasses. Or they're not from Louisiana, out here. by the way. But, you know, we don't hear about... He never got called a thug. It was amazing. Never got called a thug. You know, he was called an idiot and things like that, you know. But, uh, or how, you know, how could he ruin his life at such a young age and that kind of... I never... Whenever a black guy does something like that over here and you see the comments, it's like, man, lock him up. Yeah. This trash, these animals and thugs coming through here and... It's, I mean, the narrative is just totally different. It's just, uh. it's just enough, you know, it's scary, it's a scary place. But anyway, I don't have any final Good thoughts. God, way to end it on a downer, Gwen. Yeah, your question. I know, I know. Um, like, subscribe. Yep, go to our comment. Patreon page that Gwen's gonna have linked. I haven't linked already. Yeah, but you need to do it on every episode. Ugh. Well, I'm just saying. If we're going to get bigger and we're able to do this thing and, and have more listeners and more outreach and more ability to change the community, we're going to have to have funds to do that. So, it's all on you now. Yeah, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> I'll work that out. All right. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye, guys.